And we're live. What's going on, everybody? It's your favorite ex-truck driver in the whole wide world and your ex-Federal uh, Reserve police officer slash accountant. <laughs> Who better to watch the books than a former cop? Exactly. Uh, Good morning. Patrick. How are you doing this morning, brother? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How about you? Oh, couldn't be any better. It, uh, we were actually talking prior to the show, which we try not to do too much because um, a lot of what we talk about is good show shit. You know, it's like, okay, let's save this for the show. You know, and because uh, what, what's going on now is is we have the America First movement, which let me describe that real quick. Oh wait, well, I do have squirrel. I have to do a shout out. Um, I will be in Texas, Kerrville, Texas, at the Wild Ass Hay Barn this Saturday from two o'clock p.m. Until we close that mother plucker down. So make sure you're in Texas. In Kerrville, Texas. This Saturday. At the Wild Ass Hay Barn. At 2 o'clock p.m. I will be there. I will be broadcasting live from there. And uh, we're going to talk about freedom. Hey, I'm in Texas. I'll be able to say whatever the hell I want to say. Because I know there'll be enough guns in the wild ass hay barn that nobody's going to start no trouble, <laughs> and that's that's one thing about Texas. If you go to Texas and you don't have a gun, they give you one at the border just to make it fair. You know, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need this. It's and so please, if you're near Texas, I'll see you this sad today. The following Saturday, um, Patrick and I and my wife and my daughter will be in Florida um, uh, at another location that is not right in front of me, so I don't know the address. But it is, uh, where's it? It's in Temple Terrace, Florida, right near Tampa. Okay, right near Tampa. Yep. So that's next Saturday. Not this coming Saturday, but the Saturday after that. This Saturday, I'll, I will be in Texas. See you guys there. All right, let's jump right in. Cryptocurrency is the future. All right, we've talked about cryptos. It's now let's jump in on the important stuff. Right now, the America First movement, which is a group, and I mean a large group of ex-military, ex-NSA, ex-CIA, and current CIA, and military um, 
contractors that are working together to overthrow the global progressive movement structure and to eliminate the progressive movement tentacles out of Washington, D.C. and other governments across the world, also known as draining the swamp or swamps, plural. Now, part of that is is awakening the public to the existence of the progressive system. Now, we've all heard of the progressives. You know, well, I'm a progressive. progressive. I'll reach across the aisle and jerk off anybody on the other side. You know, that is the progressives. They're Republican. They're Democrat. They have the same agenda, but they have different leadership at the second tier level. At the, at the very top, it, they share leadership. But at the second tier, which would be the George Soros's um, on the left, the... Um, uh, what's the t- twins on the, the, uh, the brother? I don't know if they're twins. They're brothers. Uh, they claim t- t- to be libertarians. Um, uh, God, they get they used to give a bunch of money to the Republicans. Coke? The, the Coke brothers. Oh, yeah, the Coke brothers. Right, that's the other side of the progressive movement is the Koch brothers. Right, then this is a hundred and twenty-five. I say a hundred and twenty-five years, but but it's actually longer than that because nothing just has an origin. It everything has a history that leads to the creation of the entity. But the entity, the progressive movement, about 125 years old. And and that, that entity, the progressives, have created a system that we now live in. Now, we call it America but it is not the American system. We have not lived in an American meritocracy in a long time, if ever. We've never lived in a pure meritocracy, right? It's, it's, it's now, and I do mean right now, over the last 20 years, that the, the actions have been brought home 
to close this system and reestablish a global system. See, the first hundred years of the progressive movement was the rearranging and the organizing of, of the governmental structures and the countries across the globe to align with the progressive agenda of the future. That's why they always have Agenda 21 or Agenda 2025, Agenda 2030, because they're always planning ahead for the next wave of it. And September 11th, right, uh, of 2001 was when the, the transition of America really was kicked off. Shut up, please, little sister. Because for a hundred years prior, the CIA, the global, you know, black operations unit had had successfully rearranged and eliminated the rest of the superpowers of the world. They had one target left, and that was America. Since they had eliminated all of the, uh, shall we say, the boogeyman that was always going to come and get us, or get our freedoms. They now had to create a, a new enemy. And that new enemy was terrorism. It was under every rock. It was under in every cave. It was everywhere that, that they needed to point their little progressive finger at to clean up the little pieces around the world and start to infringe on the American people's liberties and freedoms in a way that prior to would have never been accepted in America. So they had used the education system to weaken the, the knowledge of the American people on their own history, on their freedoms, their rights, uh, how important they were, why they were, where they came from. Um, and the progressive movement had already infiltrated the Catholic Church in such a way where during the 90s, and Pat, I'm sure you'll remember this. No, it goes that, back before that. It goes back before that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm actually just giving an example that during the 90s, 
the full-on attack on the Catholic education network, the schools, the private Catholic schools were just bombarded in the 90s with, yeah. with hatred and like misinformation and and a lot of um, a lot of infiltration from leadership that had been placed in the church to allow and hide certain things that were going on in the church that would later be revealed uh, and used by the progressive media to basically remove the credibility of Catholic schools or or religiously based education um, facilities themselves and solely focus on public education that was funded by the governments. And that um, in September 11th, 2001 was the kickoff to take America into what is now 20 years of rapid change where prior to 2011 hopping on a plane was like jumping in a taxi. Oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah. and it's it's they introduced after the you know twin towers attack from Osama bin Laden that was trained from 1977 to 1979 by the CIA, um, and they took that event or those events and they used those for the catalyst of the removing the rights and replacing with safety. And that's, that's when they started to really push the safety aspect of everything. That's when you really started seeing the push of, of uh, everything revolved around safety. That that um, smoking in public places was bad, also oh, bad. Kill you. You sniff it once, you're done. Safety, public safety, for the safety of the general public. Then. The uh, traffic lights and the cameras, public safety, running red lights, rampant. Everybody's doing it. Millions are dying. We need cameras at every corner. He thought the coronavirus was bad. Right, right. Then they roll out all these other public safety issues and the that everything, everything revolved around safety that that food 
was now um, we had this big movement into health foods that weren't really health foods that we also had movement into medications that weren't really medications. We had all of this wrapped up in safety. Well, what that did over 20 years was it ingrained this attitude and it was mostly focused on women. Ingrained this attitude that above all, you must be safe. And what must you be safe from? Wait, and we will tell you what you need to be safe from. And they would have another marketing campaign roll out through some nonprofit or non-governmental organization ran by the progressive movement. Now, at the hub of this this movement is an organ, organization called the Tides Foundation. Now, the Tides Foundation, which, by the way, I'm blocked on Twitter from the Tides Foundation. No. Yep. You are unwelcome. Huh? You are unwelcome. I am not welcome at the charitable organization of the Tides Foundation. That is disturbing. I know it's a charity. You'd think they'd 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 value everybody, but they don't welcome you with open arms. Yeah, well that uh if they could get me close enough (laughs) they would (laughs) maybe open hands. (laughs) (laughs) But this this entity is the hub of the NGOs and the uh, the nonprofits. They're called the Tides Foundation. Now they are mainly funded by oh yes our good friend Mister George Soros and his Open Society. Shout out to George Soros. I hope you die. Oh, wait. You did die like four fucking times. I he's guess. Heart, he's got the yeah. heart of a 16 year old boy in his chest right now. Oh, yeah. Four of them. Yeah. He's, he's had four heart transplants. I guess when you're evil, it eats up hearts. Pretty what was the, uh, there, there was somebody else that went through that. Um, same process that died not too long ago. Was it one of the Rockefellers? Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He was over a hundred little beady eyed fuck. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. he just, yeah. He reminded me of a mole. Yeah. Those eyes were a little too close together. Uh, <laughs> that's a good breeding. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and, and, you know, he, may have had fetal alcohol syndrome too so that's uh, true uh, oh this organization along with the other nonprofits and non-governmental organizations that are actually governmental organizations they 
they used the fear movement, the the safety movement, the um, at all costs we must be safe. To get on a plane, we must allow you know all our rights to just go away. We have to allow nasty, ugly people to feel up our children before they get on a plane because you know. Children and little old white women are known to be the worst of the Al Qaeda. And this, my friends, leads me to the topic today to an area of the world called Benghazi. Now, in the headlines, I spelled it wrong on purpose. I'm fighting algorithms here. The Benghazi attacks are the linchpin that brings this all down. Because on a timeline, it's the middle of this, this push. The Benghazi attacks happened in 2012, on September 11th, 2012. Now, if you take the Benghazi attacks and you, you show the evidence, the rat line that brought the weapons to the Benghazi uh, location, Moving forward in time, that will explain the move into Syria that President Obama was doing. And if you go reverse from the Benghazi attacks, it shows you the rat lines inside of America that existed already. Now, um, for those of you aware and those of you that are already pretty well caught up, um, you'll, you'll know of an operation called Fast and Furious. Well, the Fast and Furious um, was basically running guns, or they they say running guns to the uh, the Mexican cartel, so they can track them down and arrest them and get all the bad guys. No, um, they did not name that operation until it was exposed. It was not Operation Fast and Furious in the uh, legislatively approved, you know, freaking budget, the black budget. Um, that, that was an operation that is not led through any legislative or any overseeing board. There's no congressmen, senators, reps, 
or anything like that that oversee operations like that. Only through the exposure of the operations when one of our one of our agents at the border was shot and that exposed the origins of the weapon used to shoot him. Well, that led into the investigation that then the operation had a name. They had to name the operation. They had to actually create documents um, that were lies. And they put, shut up. I know you're listening. It's okay, you bitch. It's <laughs> me and Siri got a love-hate relationship. I'll say. Mostly I, hate. Yeah. Well, if she yeah. wasn't so cute, I'd get rid of her. But so the fast and furious operation. <coughs> the Corona. The oh yeah, definitely Corona. Um it, it had a very Corona taste to it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I was good home cooking. Um, it so they had to actually create falsified documents with falsified dates to actually say that, that this operation had been legally created a few years prior. No, no. Um, that that operation, Fast and Furious, is that's been around since JFK. That that rat line, that rat line of drug running and all that has been around well in JFK, and and. They've ran guns. They've ran drugs. There are literally tunnels, which if you remember a couple of months back, maybe four or five months back, that all of a sudden there were these tunnels that were found near the California-Mexico border that went 50 miles up into California. The hell you say? Yeah. See, people think that drug runners and these mules are like these little Mexicans who are just, they got like a backpack full of weed. Or old oh, men. Gosh. Or old men driving Felix. Right. Old white, old white men. Oh, or, 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 yeah, old whitey. You know, got to hold down all the other occupants of the world. In fact, as soon as I leave here, I got like nine or ten appointments just to go around and hold people down. Shit's hard work. Yeah. Oppression's a full-time job. Oh, oh, absolutely. Hey, oppressing the people, that's a hard job. Yeah. And I need a vacation sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes just to make myself you know, relax, 
I'll uplift people just for a change of pace. And so this rat line and these rat lines, these are not single or two or three little Mexicans, you know, climbing a fence with a backpack, meeting um, Jose and Jose B, you know, uh, over. Those, yeah, those are sacrificial lambs. Those are sacrificial lambs because the more complicated systems they're running underground and and through shipping lines and everything else is where the crux of everything's being delivered through. Oh, we found four guys walking across the Rio Grande. Oh, gold mine. Yeah. Well done, law enforcement. No, it's a bone they throw to you. Yeah. Anybody who has worked in a supply chain knows, and as a trucker myself, knows that the key to profitability is shipping the most merchandise for the least amount of money. And Jose and Jose B cannot transport enough marijuana to make it feasible or even profitable to move a few pounds of weed. Right. You need about a couple thousand Jose's to move that much. And that's just not feasible with what we're talking about. We are talking about shipping lines, tractor trailers. Um, it, in fact, living in St. Louis, Pat, you'll probably remember this. Um, there, there was a truck on Highway 484 that um, they got pulled over, had furniture in it, and had like, I think, 25,000 pounds of weed and like methamphetamines in yeah. it and stuff. And yeah. The reason they were caught, they just didn't pay the right toll. <laughs> right. And yeah. 44, 44 is across the scale. Interstate 44 that comes through Missouri, uh, Joplin up into St. Louis, is a main thoroughfare. Um, that, that, is, that is a drug line and a gun line. Yep. Um, and their interdiction... Um, operations have been wildly successful um, here in Missouri. The Missouri State Patrol has been pretty damn good about nailing people for that. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm taking you off course here. It's like these, these rat lines, right? What makes this important is I want to point out a QAnon post from either early this week or late last week. It's QAnon post 4845. Now, inside that post, he referenced several events like Benghazi um, and several other well one of them was M and then B 
And a lot of people that uh, tried to interpret the Q post, they didn't know what M and B meant. Well, I'm here to tell you, to clarify, that M and B meant Mandalay and then Bay. Now, Mandalay Bay is the hotel in Vegas that had the shootings. That's what the M and the B stood for. So I wanted to get that out to a few people that I know watch the show that weren't sure what that was. So that's Mandalay Bay. Now, the reason that I want to include the and, and Q included the Mandalay Bay was because of the person that the shoot the shooter, right? The shooter supposed shooter <clears throat> was killed at the hotel in his room. That guy was part of Fast and Furious. Has always been um, since he left the military. Right? His, his wife uh, that was out of the country at the time of the shooting she was on the receiving end of the shipment that he was working on at the hotel. So the, the movement of the products that he was selling at the hotel at night, there's reasons why they will not show you the video of the parking lot under the uh, the hotel is because there were three or four truckloads. And when I say truckloads, I mean like uh, not tractor trailers, but probably half that size. Your average U-Haul size truck. <laughs> Right. There were three or four of those that that were filled with what he was um, showing the buyers up in the hotel. And that his wife had flown ahead of him to receive what was in those trucks. Now, that's also why a lot of the video from the surrounding area of the traffic lights were mysteriously just, they got shut off for some reason. We don't know why. It was just very unusual. And it just happened to make a, a beeline for the airport. All the cameras that were shut off just happened to lead to the airport. How fuck 
fucking convenient with that. So the shooting happens during all the chaos. The trucks are moved out of the hotel to the airport, put on an airplane, flown from Arizona or Nevada uh, into Ohio. Now, from Ohio, they moved to let's say an Air Force base, hypothetically, an Air Force base, and were included in a legitimate transport to the Middle East. Now, that is the military industrial complex supply line. It includes drugs. It includes guns. It includes humans. In fact, a lot of the refugees that were brought in by Obama, you remember the oddly uh, weighted young Middle Eastern men that were brought into America. They all happen to be 19 to 26. You know, not a lot of women in those. It was almost like an invading army. Yeah, but it was under the guise of children. Oh, well, yeah, they're kids. Yeah. You know, they uh, they they were kids that were 18, 19, 20 years old, which which oddly enough would put them. What age would they be right now? About 26, 27, 28 on there. Yeah. 26 to 32. Yeah. And uh, if, say, you were bringing in and going to train some military train some militants for, I don't know, an organization you might call Antifa. Um, you'd want to bring them in relatively young, train them for a few years in, I don't know, Minnesota and um, or Wisconsin. And, uh, and then when you needed them, you just Allocate them out to Oregon, California. I, I will say this. I will say this. In the mugshots of those that have been arrested, a lot of pasty-faced whiteies in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. But Not that they wouldn't suppress the photos of the folks who looked as though they grew up in... <clears throat> the Middle no, East. No. There's uh, the front line. Yeah, is all a bunch of just freaking dumbass college kids. Now, remember black guy, huh? 
blacktop white trash. Yeah. The uh, re remember a few weeks ago the uh, the one guy that was randomly shot. Um, and in, in the, Portland. Yeah, I I think it was Portland, and um, the the video showed a very very almost organized. Uh, yeah, that how was, they got him. Yeah, that was Portland. communications. Yeah, that was Portland. Um, yeah, and then they had the standoff with the police. Um, for the shooter, had a standoff with police, and I think um, he was in Seattle when they caught up to him and killed him in a shootout. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, um, and the witnesses accounted for what appeared to be um, a hit team type um, behavior in terms of calling out the target that they identified um, and the means in which they were going to perform uh, the hit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you as an ex, uh, officer type job, um, when you guys had an issue, uh, how you approached it was very tactical. You had yeah. a plan, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a riot going on. Um, there were certain things that we did before we went in for extraction. And um, it included turning off the water um, first because they would flood the floor and then they would attach electrical cords to the bars creating a, an electrified field. So you'd shut off the water so they couldn't do that or flush any of their contraband down the commode. Um, and then you cut off the electricity. We had floodlights, Klieg lights inside of the living area that was not attached to the power source that we cut off. And then we'd go in there and, you know, we, we'd <laughs> clean the house. <laughs> we'd start rounding them up. My kids, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, boys. Yeah, and uh, uh, it's when when you've worked or lived in that environment where you have operations like that, it's it's very easy to recognize them out in oh, other, yeah. you yeah. know, um, no matter what what they're dressed like or. Anything, in fact, you can recognize a trained individual just on how they walk or just on how they carry their weapon. Well, you know, it, it's yeah, their posture and, and their posture and their their uh, uh, traits of observation, how they're looking around and and checking out the area. And the cadence in which everybody in a group moves. Yes. Um, there's, it's it's like a bad ballet. Um, yeah. And I don't mean that they're uncoordinated. I mean that what they're bringing is going to be a lot of hurt. So. Yeah. There's, a, and that's, that's what I want 
people to grasp today is that all, all of what's being exposed now with uh, Hunter Biden and the emails and the money, because right now what they're exposing is they're exposing the money, the money trail. Now, let's not forget trail. Let's not forget the uh, SEAL Team Six episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's that's all part of this. Yeah, is uh, I just wanted I just wanted to acknowledge that. Oh, absolutely. Um, the the SEAL Team Six and how they were eliminated. That came, I promise you, that came directly from the top because no military officers that I've ever met would would engage or allow that to happen to their brethren. Uh, That was an outside organization giving given logistical knowledge of where they were at a certain time and then hanging up the phone. Well, that was, my understanding is that was a concession to Rouhani. That was, that was mopping up who knew. In addition to the $152 billion that we're going to give you, all witnesses must be eliminated. And yeah. that's that because SEAL Team Six, that that is the equivalent of what happened in Benghazi, except the Benghazi, uh, there were a few uh agents that were not aware of what was going on that heard what was going on and then ignored orders and that's what led to the public knowledge of the Benghazi event because they could have swept it under the rug easier if the group in the annex would not have went over to try right. and help right out at the uh the storage location that kicked it into another gear and the fact that and there's there are whistleblowers out there um, that heard 
the live chatter that heard the op go down that are now exposing it and have for years exposed it and that they they were told to stand down that do not engage and the people at the annex actually broke with command and went over and it it those weapons that were in the Benghazi event were going up to Syria to be given to uh, what was then known the the Syrian Free Army, which eventually they changed the name to ISIS or ISIL or, or ISIL. ISIL. If you want to slap Israel around a little bit while you're doing it, yeah. You know, so this, as, and this is why this whole like Biden money trail is important because as you awaken the public, you have to give them a, you, you have to tell them a story. You have to tell them a story of what happened so they can follow it yeah you're, yeah and and i there the hunter biden uh mac pro book that's starting to hit that the new york post got squelched on supposedly uh, by twitter and facebook that that's the first spoonful of yeah of information chapter yeah, we won't hear about we won't hear about the uh, Bin Laden uh, deal, SEAL Team Six, for about a week after, until everybody digests it. It's like a a, a boa constrictor that's eaten uh, javelina. You know, it's you got to yeah. digest it first. Yeah. You can have another big big critter for lunch. So yeah, th- th- this is a perfectly timed out. Knock them down as you need to military operation. It's uh, this initial wave is basically going to knock out Biden. It, uh, the 25th Amendment, and, and this is what people need to wrap their heads around. The, the early voting, because the left and the progressives knew that Trump would be able to take out Biden. Knew it without hesitation. Now, they the early voting is to get enough votes in the system that when the Democrats remove and chuck old Biden under the bus, that they'll be able to argue replacing him, but yet keeping those votes valid because they're they're going to use the they're going to use part or they're going to try and shade the Twenty Fifth Amendment uh, 
as in applying to presidential people running for president also that that if if they are medically unable to prior to the election be qualified as president that the of, that like the vice president on the ticket could be moved up to the presidential uh, not, uh, candidate on the ballot. This is all, and mind you, this is all part to drag out the election, get it into the court system, get it in. They they want Florida, Gore versus Bush all over again, but times 100. That's what they want. Now, Trump and the America First movement, that's something else. That's that's them starting to tell the story to the American people of, number one, you start with the money. Who was getting paid what? Then the next chapter is, what were they getting paid for? Then the chapter under that was, if they were getting paid for guns, how what? Or 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 um, information tied into the military. Then what were they? What were they getting? What? How were they moving them? How? How this all happened? And Trump and the America First movement, the draining of the swamp, they just pulled. The drain. The tub's still full. They just pulled the drain when they sent out what came out yesterday. That's the first drain. Now, tonight, think about it. What do you think Trump's going to talk about tonight? This is all been planned out, my friends, all. And like I told you in the past, a good, a well-planned military operation is planned from the accomplishment of the mission moving backwards. That way you can set a timeline and work your plan from the beginning to the end. But you plan from the end to the beginning. That's how military operations are planned out. So Q, people asked, how did Q know that this, this, and this? Because if you plan out the operation, and then you manage the operation based on that reverse timeline, the first wave is they planned from the election, this one, not last one, this one. 
They planned from this election back four years. Yes, sir. I would, um, you're going to go to Patreon today? Uh, yes. Okay. There's been, there's been some conversation going on in the chat um, about going to Patreon with what's beyond what you've laid out. Um, okay. It's a great place, a uh, great stopping point um, to move that right. forward. We are going to move over to the Patreon channel for the rest of the conversation. Um, check me out, www.patreon.com backslash Bitcoin Ben for the rest of the conversation on this. And if you are watching this in the future, like an hour or two, you can still jump on Patreon and catch the rest of the show over there. So, uh, Patrick, I know you got to run, brother. Uh, or, no, you got like 45 minutes or something like that. No, it's, a, it's about time. Oh, all right. Well, the Patreon will just be me because Patrick has some top secret secret squirrel shit to do. So yeah, landscaping. Yeah, <laughs> landscaping. Oh, is that what they call it nowadays? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the term. <laughs> All right, everyone, see you over on Patreon. Give me about five or ten minutes to get all the squirrels in there. So, everyone, have a great day. Patrick, love you, brother. Love you. And Adios. I will see you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.